Hello everyone, welcome to the Nutrinorms podcast, a podcast where we discuss health, nutrition and dietetics topics. My name is Shane and I'll be your host for today. So um, this is actually my first time doing something like this, my first time speaking um, into a mic and also my first time looking at a camera and having myself being filmed. So um, this is something new for me and um, I do hope that... Uh, You'll just bear with me if there are any hiccups. But uh, without blabbering on and on, um, I actually want to introduce you to our very special guest and also the first guest we ever have th- uh, in our podcast. And it is uh, none other than my uh, fellow co-founder and friend, Song Ching. So, hi Song Ching! Hey Shane! Hello! Alright, okay. Yeah, so... Uh, I'll probably just like introduce Song Ching a little bit to everyone. So uh, Song Ching is actually, like I said, my co-founder, also my friend and my work buddy. So um, yeah, together we we work on the content on our Instagram and uh, she's also actually the main person behind like Instagram Reels. So that's like where she really embraces her creative side and she really is someone who's really creative. So yeah, without further ado and without blabbering on and on, uh, let's just get right into it. So you know, um, I think like just to break the ice and to make this a little bit more fun and less serious, um, I want to ask you if you can uh, pick any fruit mm-hmm. that best describes you, what would it be and why? Okay, fruit. Mm-hmm. I think um, the first thing that popped into my head right now is actually pear, the green colour pear. The, the pear. Yeah, the pear. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe because I feel like um I have a heavier bottom, which mm-hmm. kind of resembles a pear. But mm-hmm. I'm saying this not because like um it's a self conscious body thing, uh-huh. um because I I love my body and I feel confident in it. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like um a a person's body build um is something we are born with it, and then. Um, sometimes it's not like we can change anything about it and it should never be um, something that determines a person's like value or worth. So um, I think generally if like we're constantly moving and then um, we are replenishing the body with like food that we like and then we get like proper rest and then we de-stress. So um, I think like the appearance um, generally shouldn't be the only measurement of our health of pursuing health and mm. like in the long run I'm hopeful that I would like read what I saw with um, better quality so I think like body shape doesn't matter if you're mm. like healthy mm. Mm. wow that's actually just such a wholesome <laughs> answer and I think like um, I think like in the Okay, fun fact, I actually didn't talk to Song Ching much like last year. We only started like talking properly like because of this whole Nutri-Norms thing. Like, That's general, true. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I think like one thing that I really admire about you is like your whole um, passion and interest for like um, body, uh, body positivity. And I, th- uh-huh. I think I've told you this yeah. before. Like um, you're, you're just someone who really advocates for like women's health and all that and I find that really, really interesting. And like what you said, like a pair... Yeah, you know, that, that the whole explanation behind behind that and how like we should all like 
accept our own bodies and you know mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing to, to, to have so yes women support women and Songshin <laughs> is definitely one of those women yeah <laughs> but what I do is just like like reposting like resharing people's posts so I don't think if that counts <laughs> hey every little thing counts you know like um, like people like me you know who, who I mean I have to admit that like, I do kind of don't have a very positive uh, look on my, towards like my body. So sometimes like seeing posts like that, it actually like really helps a lot. And I think it gives me like better clarity and understanding that like everybody is like everybody and different. everybody is yeah, <laughs> and different. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's such a wholesome answer, guys, I have to say. Because like um, I wrote my answer and like, my answer's just so like eh. Correct. Yeah, let's hear about yours. <laughs> oh, mine. I, I wrote like uh, I I think I I would like to be a pineapple. You know, like maybe a pineapple best suits me because like I feel like um I can be like a sweet person and I can also be kind of salty or like salty <laughs> like you know sour and like uh-huh. but at the same time like you know pineapple's so versatile. You can like put it on pizza. Yes, I'm part of the pineapple on pizza gang. You know, Same. uh, attack me. Oh yeah, <laughs> dietitians like student dietitians unite. Yeah, so I I love pineapple. Yeah, and and like there's just something so tropical about it and it's so mm-hmm. unique. You know, mm-hmm. and how like. It, it's just like prickly on the outside but inside it's just like this amazing sweet and sour flesh wow it sounds more weird as I thought <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right okay so like you know actually I want to know like uh, yeah because I think I mentioned previously that you're just someone who really is interested in like making it known to like people that you know it's it's fine to like um accept your body and also mm. you know like i think a lot of things that you also post is about like mindful eating and stuff like that right am i correct sometimes yeah yeah sometimes mm. so like i think i want to ask like um you know um how did this come about yeah mm. like w- could you remember like a a triggering point or like a moment in life where you started feeling like more passionate about these kind of things mm, i would say it's not like a point in, like, it's not like the point where I started to um, feel this strong emotion about um, food and, like, relationship with food. But I think it's more towards, like, a gradual, a gradual thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, the more I'm exposed to, like, especially we have, like, lectures and like, we have class, the more I'm exposed to this kind of, information and knowledge i just feel like um it's really important to have a good relationship with food yeah Mm. yeah i think yeah i think i think it's the same for me as well because actually i don't know about you but maybe i kind of fell into like the opposite spectrum because like Mm -hmm. uh as we were sort of like uh learning more about like healthy eating and like um having a healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. I kind of saw myself very distant from that. Like, especially in the, the earlier years. Okay. So I, I kind of had like a negative uh, relationship with food, sort of. Like, uh-huh. um, like the, the guilt feeling that comes. Oh. Yeah. I yeah, think, is I that something familiar that. to you as well? Yeah. Because, yeah. mm, I think it's, um, how to say, um, it's really something we can't actually control, but I feel like as long as um we are self aware of like mm. the thoughts 
um, sometimes we have with our food, um, we can like stop it in time and kind of like reconstitute the the with like reinstitute with um positive like thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. The positive monologue, right? Like yeah. the things we learn in. Mm. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so maybe like let's rewind a little bit to like the less serious things, you know, let's like try to dig out some little okay. information. So like maybe you can share with us like how did you end up studying dietetics? Okay. Okay, to be honest, right, I can't really remember like what got me into dietetics in the first place because um I don't think it was like a first choice, like a first like obvious choice for me. Mm. So like after graduating from high school, I took up some part-time jobs and then I had some time to kind of think about what I want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. But like in general, I think I was hoping to kind of um, get into like a course which has a balance between like um, job employability in the future, like it's stable and then, but some sort um, interests me. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think... Um, it was on a like a lovely day and then I saw advertisement like mm-hmm. dietetics with nutrition. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is something new. Never heard of this. Mm-hmm, yeah. And yeah, it's like, oh, I think it's food related. I think it's related to health. <laughs> then I was like, okay, let's do this. This is it. Let's do this. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never regret the decision like ever since I I think it's a good cause to be in. Yeah. You're not being forced to say that, right? You're not being paid to say that, right? <laughs> no. Yes, she does. She does love the cost, okay? Let's reinforce that. Yes, she does love the cost. What about you? For me? Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess like, you know, being a Malaysian, mm-hmm. like, food is like everywhere. Food is like the thing, you know, that everyone... It's yeah. like our holy grail. It's like, yeah. what, it's what gives us our identity, right, as Malaysians. Like, yeah. We take so much pride in our food. Mm. And I feel like, maybe like, uh, especially like, uh, growing up, I think, you know, those conversations like at the table and, you know, those auntie and uncles is like, you know, eat more of this or like eat lesser of this. Like, you know, eggs very high in cholesterol, don't eat so much, you know, like yeah. uh, all these kind of things, I guess, like sort of like gave me a little bit of curiosity mm-hmm. as to like, you know, how food really impacts like the human body. And I actually have another funny story that I want to share with everyone. <laughs> so uh, my parents tell me this, I actually have no rec- recollection of like, this happening but when i was younger my uh my favorite food was um carrots with like minced chicken and potatoes like porridge like the thick the really thick uh-huh. porridge congee yeah so like um i used to have a helper so she would cook that for me because i was so obsessed with she would cook, cook that for me for like almost every meal really and like yeah almost every meal and i, I was obsessed i could eat it like all the time and then uh, one day, my parents said that my skin actually turned like yellow and orange. Orange <laughs> yellow. Because like, I literally turned into a carrot, guys. Like, you know, I ate so much, so many carrots, like, so much because I, I couldn't, I don't know whether I can count it. But like, I literally turned into a carrot. And I, I think that that's quite fascinating, you know, how like the, the, the food that you eat, you know, generally really mm-hmm. has an impact yeah. on your body, you know, and like... Literally. And, yeah, like literally, yeah. So, and... Yeah, in school, you know, learning about the food pyramid and like, all the vitamins and all that in biology class, mm-hmm. like, also kind of, like, made me sort of, like, interested in it. And, like, 
you know, I always wanted to like, oh, this is such a generic answer. Like, oh, I want to help people. Yeah. Mm. So I guess that's that's where um I sort of like found dietetics. Yeah. And yeah. So that's where I am. <laughs> we are three years in. Yeah. And during our final year. Yeah. Yeah. Going yeah, into so, our final year. Yeah. Definitely. Fingers it, crossed. Finger, yeah, hopefully we start on Monday for for anyone who wants to know. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to ask, right? Mm-hmm. I'm actually really curious. Is what you expected dietetics to be the same, like compared to like when you first entered in first year versus like where you are now? Like, was that mm-hmm. was that um sort of like impression of dietetics different, or is it still the same? Yeah. Um, I guess I came into like this course without thinking much. Because, you know, what I mentioned earlier, I saw, like, the advertisement. Then I was like, okay, this was it. I, I just went straight into it. So I kind of, like, went into this course um, with, like, a blank mind. Like, receptive towards anything. Uh. Then, so, I guess, um, I can't really compare, right? Because I didn't have, like, a first impression. But mm-hmm. um, what I would say is that um, something that I did not, anticipated la, which mm-hmm. is um uh we are actually required to learn kind of the psychology aspect of stuff like mm-hmm. when we counsel our patient so in our course we are actually required to learn about like counseling and also like behavioral change theories yeah yeah so because like initially i thought oh, dietitian, we're just supposed to kind of prescribe meals and, like, deal with patients. I didn't know we have to learn about this other stuff. So so that was mm-hmm. new for me. Mm. Yeah, I think definitely, like, what you said, it's, mm. it's like, I think, like, what you're trying to say is, like, it was more than what you expected initially, right? Mm. Like, there's so much, there's so many aspects to it. Like, it's not just about telling someone what to eat, mm. but it's really understanding why they eat that way, correct? Yeah. yeah and then yeah. understanding like um like what are the ways that we can help them that is mm. unique to them and like mm-hmm. special to them and how we tap onto those like reasons mm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like same for me as well. And yeah, I think that was honestly one of like my most favorite like um modules or like subject because it's mm. it's it's not really something that you can sort of like um take directly from a textbook and then just mm. like repeat you know it's like something you apply and yeah you know it's a concept yeah and i think that's quite fascinating i think i think and, it takes practice as well and then time yes. to be like familiarized and to be confident yeah. like in front of a like client yeah know? definitely yeah yeah i i also think that like one thing that was i mean i'm not sure for you but mm-hmm. you no know, for me i think the the management stuff that we learned like for service yeah, like in food service, I think like that was something I actually didn't really expect to. I, I think like I always thought like, yeah, I know that we, we deal in like food service. Mm-hmm. But like I never knew like, you know, the management part was part of it. But that was interesting as well, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, like that's the kind of um module that you, you can't really like vomit out from a book. You know, it's like the real life thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, probably when we, were, we are in our final year, you know, maybe we get to like apply some of that mm-hmm. information. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's um maybe like move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk a little bit about nutri norms, because <laughs> okay. um I think people maybe want to know a little bit more about like why we started. So I want to know, you know, 
Why did we start Neutrino on Songchi? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question, but mm-hmm. I feel like I need to throw like a Uno reverse card on you because you were the one like, like initiated the whole thing. I just like follow along. So you answer this question. Okay, I answer first. Then yeah. I Uno back to okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. I Uno reverse. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so actually, I. I sort of created the account first lah. Mm-hmm. But after that, actually Song Ching, uh, she messaged me and she was like, hey, do you need a friend? And I was like, <laughs> I did not bet? say I that. I need a friend. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this alone. Like, I want to have someone to do it with because like, that's, it's more fun, right? So, um, yeah. Um, actually, I don't know whether I told you this, but I actually started Nutri-Norms, like the account and like the whole concept because like I just wanted to um, kind of challenge myself a little bit to sort of learn things that are beyond a textbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I think it's just a fun thing to um, sort of create awareness and like just just bring nutrition knowledge that is um, easy to digest and bite-sized. <laughs> you know, that that's like our thing, right? Yeah. Um, that, that's, yeah, like just nutrition information that's easy for people to understand. Mm. And I think there's so many like controversial nutrition-related things like issues and topics mm-hmm. like floating all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I think one of the few that we've covered recently is like um, detoxing. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. This has been a, a topic of interest since like ages ago and yeah. things like, you know, they are popping up right now like the air fryer thingy, like does it mm-hmm. really cause cancer, gluten diet and we actually have like so, so much more ideas for content, you know, lined up, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of these are controversial. So yeah, yeah I feel like Nutri-Norms, I guess like uh, my personal um hope for Nutri-Norms is that, yeah, we do bring some clarity to the public. And, you know, like, even for this kind of podcast and stuff, you know, I hope that we can sort of um, maybe just show to the public that, you know, in the future, like, with our future episodes, that, you know, dietitians do play an important role, you know, in mm-hmm. in everyone's lives. And, you know, maybe it's time for the dietitians to get more recognition for what we do. And even for students, you know, yeah. um, like us, we are student dietitians. We're mm-hmm. in our third year. We are about to enter our final year. Like, we want to just create awareness and be like those, like, uh, 大姐姐, you know. <laughs> I know that's it, right? Uh, like a big sister to, like, you know, or, yeah, to, like, future students who, you know, who want to enter this profession and enter this field. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's my answer. So mm-hmm. I, I reverse it back to you. <laughs> Okay, um, actually, um, I've always like kind of want to start something similar, at least um, when I'm bored because I feel like um, with so much information and knowledge that we get from um, our course, we like the lectures and all, I just feel like um, we have the the not responsibility to say but maybe like we can do more with what we learn Mm -hmm. so yeah i do agree with you like to spread awareness and also to share the information we have with the community with around us but i would admit that because like i'm a lazy person i'm yeah (laughs) I'm like, say only, guys. I'm unmotivated, like, com- compared to you. So, um, it, for me... I'm not playing comparing game here. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, um, it would be really hard for me to kind of sustain something like this. Uh, I mean, at least alone. So, like, that one day, I just, like, like went on to my IG. And then it prompted me to, like, oh, follow Nutrino. I was like, oh. 
someone started before me. Like, who, Darn it. Who, yeah, I was like, who could this be? It's like, oh, it's Shane. Then I was like, yeah, I got adventurous. Like, I slid into your DMs. I asked if you Whoa. needed help. <laughs> luckily, DMs, guys. luckily, you didn't turn me down. I would be like, depressed. No, la, why would I turn you down? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I want to do this alone. I don't you know. know I w- I was like secretly hoping someone would like approach me. Really? And, like, the right, the right person. I was like, please, the right person approach me, please. Yeah. Oh, that's I me. Know who to approach so yeah. Uh. Yeah, so it's her. You know, fate. <laughs> it's fate. It's destiny. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like um around that time we kind of knew each other for two years already. We've been yeah. in like the same class, but we yeah. barely had like a real conversation. Yeah, mm. I think. We're like acquaintances lah. Yeah, like, we're like, like hi, hi, bye. And then, like, yeah, bye. Because like, I think I'm a front rower. Mm. You're a back, you're yeah. a back rower person. Yeah, so, like, it's we, like we always cross paths, out yeah. of reach every time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But but like, I think like, especially like doing uh, online class and stuff, like mm. uh, I always hear your voice and I'm like, you know this Song Ching girl, very proactive, you know. <laughs> Since like, when? She knows things, you know. Like, very hardworking. And then you say you're lazy, I'm like, please la, no way. <laughs> hey, every time I turn on the mic, I was like sweating. I was like, oh my god, I hope I didn't embarrass myself. No way, you know, actually like, I really admire your proactiveness. Like, you always ask questions and like, really good questions, honestly. And like, I'm just like, yeah, you know, that's a really good question. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was like, my first impression, Aww. like, sort of, of you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but speaking of like, online class and, and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we were talking about it yesterday actually like we've already completed three years mm-hmm. but the funny thing is we actually spent half of our three years at home Yeah. so we had 1.5 years mm-hmm. of our that's three semesters yeah. uh, at home because of the pandemic so actually like just want to like out of curiosity and just to throw the question mm-hmm. you know tell me what are, what's great about you know being a student a dietetic student in particular during a pandemic and like what are the challenges Okay, um, something great about being a student in pandemic. Yeah, your experience maybe? Like what was great <laughs> and what was like, mm, okay. not that great. Um, I would say um, to have more time for myself, I guess. Because no need to travel to campus every day. Uh. Then everything true. can be done online already. Mm-hmm. So um, now I can like wake up later and then I can actually have like a decent breakfast before class <laughs> it's like hardly possible if you like have to travel to like campus and then you have yeah. 8 like 8 mon- eight o'clock 8am 8 yeah. yeah class mm-hmm. in the morning so I think um, with the time I have now I kind of um, took the time to think about like my lifestyle habit and also mm-hmm. like improve it yeah mm-hmm. So um, one of the things I'm proud of that I think I've accomplished is that um, I've actually successfully um, implemented like like exercise into my like daily like not like daily routine but then it's like um, regularly I would exercise mm-hmm. yeah so um, this is like something very new to me la. in fact it would be a shocker to most of my friends because I used really? to be, yeah, I used to be someone who hates to sweat. Like, I refuse to sweat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, now, now I just enjoy it. Uh. 
you, you know, now that you've said this, right, I think uh-huh. I need an accountability partner and I think it should be you because like, <laughs> I don't like sweating either and I still don't really like uh, move that much. Yeah. Okay, I know I'm a dietetic student and I do know mm. the benefits of exercise, but you know, when you want to do it, it's actually, it's quite tough, you know, when you can't find the motivation, the right, right? Yeah, the right motivation to do it. So, you know, maybe tomorrow I need to start getting pushed by something <laughs> a little. But, you know, that's great, you know, that you you develop, like, new healthy habits, you know, mm. even during the pandemic. Especially mm-hmm. when, like, you know, sometimes it can get pretty sad, right, when we're stuck at home. Yeah, Let alone okay. one and a half years facing the screen, like, for classes and stuff, mm. yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's definitely something that is, you know, really, really good and beneficial. Mm-hmm. So, now tell us, what, what were the, the rough sides, the challenges? The challenges? Um, actually, I thought about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. It would be kind of irony because... I would say, just now I said like the, the good side was to have time to myself, yeah. right? Yeah. Then like the downside was like um, to have too much time <laughs> alone. Do Oh, alone. Yes, yeah. I was about like, oh, too much time? We got time, man. <laughs> they <laughs> no. say alone. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that yeah. makes more sense. Like you spend too much time isolated. Sometimes yeah. like, although you, you live with like family members, as like people mm-hmm. around you, um, somehow you still kind of feel kind of isolated. Right? Mm. Yeah. So it feels kind of overwhelming when mm. you have like thoughts and then sometimes I feel like it would take a toll on our mental health. So, uh, mm, mm. Yeah. So I think it's really important to have like outlet that works for you. Whether it's like exercising or like solo karaoke session alone, ah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking to someone, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good to have like an outlet, la. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, like, what are your outlets actually? I'd like to know. Oh, uh, those I mentioned earlier, la. Oh, the singing, karaoke, <laughs> exercising, <laughs> talking to yeah. friends. Yeah, I think those are actually great outlets. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think like, I think my challenges also would probably be same similar to you it's the it's i think it's also like part of the like missing almost half of like the university experience you know yeah like honestly i miss my i i miss my university's cafeteria what really yeah i really do you know like sometimes like i i i i'm at home and i'm just like oh i just miss eating the zap fun you know like from the chinese store and then like the malay store and then the indian store and then the option uh-huh. for fun me you know i just nasi kukus like i i just miss having that like also that space mm-hmm. where like I go it's for like study study mm-hmm. then my cause like now everything's like always in the same space I'm always mm-hmm. like in my room mm-hmm. I feel that I cannot separate like rest and work it's very hard because mm-hmm. it's all in the same place yeah yeah so yeah I think like what you said so like the the very di- the the difficulty to separate like for you it's like too much alone time which is like you know being locked in a room and stuff mm-hmm. and then for me it's more of like not being able to really separate the like two work life balance kind of thing yeah it's quite bad but I think like similar to you I also have like my outlets like I'm trying uh, fitness is not one of them I'm so sorry <laughs> but, uh, I, I do venture I, I do like music so I, I do go for that mm-hmm. and yeah I talk to friends I talk to my family and I have a cat so I play with my cat yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so th- you know thanks for sharing that and like um, yeah so we're, we're about to enter our final year, which unfortunately is also online. So, um, are you looking forward to it? Final year? Yeah. Um, 
of course I'm looking forward to it. But I would say the only setback would be have, having to do it online. online like yeah. mostly it would, it would be online unless um, the conditions like the pandemic stable, then we will get to go into the field and really experience like real case scenario. But still, I'm really like looking forward to it because I think it's a like a big step towards mm. like linking the the knowledge that we learn from like um, our course and also um practicing practicing it mm-hmm. on like real life. So I think it's a really important time for us. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I I agree because. I think um, our final year is sort of like an internship or like a placement, right? That's what they, they call mm-hmm. a practicum. That's what it's officially called. And yeah, it's exciting, but it's also kind of scary. Like, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, like what you said also, like it's when we are dealing with like real people, right? And then we are putting all the knowledge that we have mm. into this like final year. And um, it's a lot of like... Uh, yeah, trying to grasp every concept, put mm. it together, making sure it works, and also like needing to have our own like justification, need to have like a lot of critical thinking, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it's really exciting though, cause it's something new and like we're challenging ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's also scary because like you know it's it's tough to make mistakes, and and mistakes are bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, so yeah, it's good to know that we are kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think a lot of our friends feel the same way as well. Yeah. Especially since we're starting on a mon- uh, on Monday, yeah. Mm. But um you know, let's talk a bit about um some fun things. Um maybe let's talk about let's see. Oh, okay, what are some of the best memories that you've had uh throughout like the entire dietetic dietetics course? Like what's the highlight? Um, so far. Okay, let me think about it. <clears throat> Mm, to be honest, I've spent like a lot of time <clears throat> alone at home. Mm-hmm. Can't really recall. So let me think. Um, okay, maybe I can start first. Yeah, you go first. I, I'll give you time to think. Okay, so like I think uh one of the fondest memories is probably like um I think in year one where we always went to the lab, which is a kitchen actually. <gasps> Our lab is the kitchen, mm-hmm. and we actually <clears throat> like I think it was a food science. Was mm. it food science? Food nutrition, food nutrition science. Something I think like food prep, right? Food preparation. Ah, yes. yes, yeah. So like that was really fun because um we really got to experiment with food. Uh-huh. Remember, like yeah. um I think one of an example is like baking bread with like too much sugar, reduced yeah. sugar. Mm. Baking bread with more butter and reduced butter, and seeing like the differences in terms of like texture, taste, and like consistency. You know, all that was actually kind of fascinating because like. You don't really get to like purposely put in wrong measurements <laughs> in real life, you know. Like when mm-hmm. you bake a cake, you want it to be a perfect cake, right? Like mm-hmm. in your day to day. You want it to be a perfect cake. So you follow your like uh the measurements like exactly. But in that lab we could just like like oh, um we're supposed to cook a uh make bake a big bread with like excessive sugar, so we just like let's just, uh, just dump sugar. Just dump sugar in and then and then we taste it and we see like how the consistency changes, or like bread with reduced sugar, how does that change the structure and all that? Mm-hmm. That was really fascinating to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Um, <clears throat> now that you mentioned about the food prep, 
um, I kind of have this uh, memory of having a session where we had to cut up a whole chicken. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, so they gave us like a whole, whole chicken. Then mm-hmm. we had to, I think um, it was like a group, group, like group effort, work. Uh, group work. Yeah. yeah. So I remember like me and my benchmate, we were like freaking out lah because none of us really like dealt with a, a raw chi- a chicken, chicken before. Yeah, full chicken. Yeah. yeah, like we just eat like the yeah. cooked one, ma, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I remember like kind of freaking out and then, um, but we had like proper guidance. Uh, we had like chef, like they invited chef in to kind of teach us how to locate like the bones and mm-hmm. locate like the joints so that we like yeah. don't cut to the wrong part. Yeah. But in the end it was fun uh, because after we like chop up the whole chicken, we I remember um they let us cook the chicken like based on our creativity. Like yes. they didn't limit us at all. Yeah. That was the one time we didn't have instructions. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like the last practical. Yeah. It was one of the last. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like one of our classmates. I don't know whether you, if you were in the same session with me, but um, she's this. Um, I think she took culinary. Uh-huh. Okay. Do I you remember? remember? Yeah. 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 I remember. She took yeah. like culinary um, courses before. So she's kind of like um, professional, at least like better than most of us yeah then she's like all chef or like like all out she was like cooking and then the fire the flame was like like flambe you know did they call it yeah like, i don't know flambe like yeah that. but she she made like the wok like like a wok hay you know Whoa. yeah and then like the fire it was really like mind-blowing <laughs> at that time yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that was really... I remember that one. Because I remember, like, we had to handle the chicken and I was like, I don't know how... Like, the chicken's so huge. Uh-huh. And we had to, like, take out every part, like, the drumstick and then, like, the wings. Like, we had to really, like, cut each mm-hmm. of the parts out. Yeah. We had to remove really the skin, fun. is, it? is I, it? I can't remember. Yeah. But I do remember the chicken um, lap. I also remember mm-hmm. the fish one. The fish one was fun. We had to, like, <laughs> descale yeah. de- the fish. And I clearly remember the, the scales were like flying, flying everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, flying all over the kitchen. And like the scales were flying to each everyone's faces and aprons. Because yeah. yeah. it was so messy. Yeah, but that, that was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the early days, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, but then like the pandemic hit. We were actually supposed to go into the lab more and actually have like more um, times in the kitchen. But yeah, unfortunately, everything moved to virtual. We had to like change and adapt lah, according yeah. to the new structure. Yeah. Mm. But that was fun. Yeah. But actually, you know, like I think. Um, you know, a lot of people think, uh, a lot of people don't know that um, dietetic students actually have, they're actually so versatile. Because like, like what you said, we, we learn, like what we shared, we learn like the whole like food science aspect also, mm-hmm. like how to prepare food, understanding how um, different cooking methods or like different ingredients affect like food structure. Mm-hmm. And then we also have like the, the side where like what we shared previously, which is like the, the, tiny like tiny like minor like psychology bit and also mm. a little bit of, like the management bit mm-hmm. and like fun fact we also learn like what kind of materials or floor is suitable <laughs> what kind of materials is like suitable for like walls and stuff like uh-huh. in the kitchen like you know we're so the, this, the type of so light bulbs yeah the type of light bulbs like you know 
I honestly didn't expect this like, when I came in. So mm-hmm. it, I think for anyone who's interested in studying dietetics, like, this is something that we actually learn. And on top of that, we also learn things like the very sciencey stuff, like biochemistry, pathophysiology. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, when you reach towards your final year, you learn like uh, medical nutrition therapy, which is like what you kind of expect when you come in, right? It's like, it's but like that, that only happens yeah, but that only happens like in the third year. Mm. Like first to second year is like, you know, tons of things that is just fascinating and you learn a lot. Yeah, you mm. learn a lot. Mm. So, you know, maybe before we, like, we close, mm-hmm. so I want to throw the question to you. Would you recommend dietetics to someone? Um, I guess um, I would lah if you're interested in mm. like food and also its relationship with health and mm. then also what we've mentioned earlier, like the, like it's really broad. Uh-huh. So if you're interested in all that, then go ahead. Yeah. Just join go us. Ahead. Yes, join, join us. the gang. Yes. But actually, I think another common question that people will sort of ask is like, um, what's the difference between dietetics and nutrition? Oh. How would you explain that? How would I explain That's actually it? a very common question. Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of this like question Same. whenever I have, um, like family reunion, reunion. Yeah, or yeah. like whenever I um, kind of hang out with my friends mm-hmm. they say like, uh, what do you study ah? it's like oh dietetics huh dietetics what's dietetics and it's like oh, really gay ah. it was like um, it, um, uh, it's about like nutrition ah, and health and it's like oh so nutritionist ah. yeah, it's yeah. like oh no 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 then I have to like explain the whole thing but basically I feel like um both of these professions, they um, talk about nutrition, they mm-hmm. promote health, mm-hmm. um, and then both also educate about like healthy eating and also um, like healthy lifestyle in general uh, to mm-hmm. help people make better choice, like informed yeah. choice for like with food selection and all uh. But yeah. I guess the main difference would be, like, one of the differences. Uh, it mm-hmm. would be that the dietitian um, will work with um healthy population, but also people living with certain illnesses. Mm-hmm. Whereas for nutritionists, I guess they strictly um deal with um healthy people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a great summary. And uh, maybe just to add on to that, I think there was one time uh, one of our lecturers actually said this and I think I just want to repeat it. So like a nutritionist is more, a nutrition is more prevention mm, and preventive mm. and then uh, dietetics is more like therapeutic and curative. Yeah, so that, that's that's probably a good way to remember. Mm. Yeah, and like what Song Ching said, nutritionists usually work with healthy people and then dietitians work with both healthy and um, people who are sick, yeah. Mm. So that's actually a, a great uh, distinction, yeah. Okay, so one last question before we end. Okay. Um, what advice do you have for any student who is uh, considering to pursue dietetics? Okay. Advice? Yes, advice. Words of wisdom. Hit them with the words of wisdom. Okay. Um, I would say, I think this is um, something that um, motivates me. La, which is, um, not to say um, specifically to um, people interested in 
dietetics, but um, anyone in general, I feel like um, if there's opportunity to learn, just go ahead, just try. Cause um like I'm a like I'm a scaredy cat. Like all the time I'm like scared of everything. I'm like anxious. But something I remind myself is that um if you are in a situation which you feel like it's unsettling, it's like uncomfortable, um it it means like you're challenging yourself. Mm. You're out of your comfort zone. You're doing something new. You're learning. Mm-hmm. You're improving. So that's what I remind myself uh, to mm. keep myself moving forward. Mm. Yeah. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Wow. Wow. You wow. Big words that from well. me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but you know that that's actually true. Uh, because like in life also like we're always there's always changes, right? Like even now. Mm. Tons yeah. of tons of reasons why you have to adapt and be flexible. So I think like that's great advice for like anyone who's listening. So yeah, so that's it for the end of the episode. We're going to close it there. I think that was a really good discussion and conversation. So thank you so much to Song Ching for everyone who's listening out there. Um, I hope you enjoyed this little podcast and uh, we're going to have more in the future. We have plans to probably invite some uh, dietitians in different uh, areas. So maybe um, dietitians in private practice, uh, dietitians who are in acad- academics and like maybe like ones from clinical food service etc we're gonna try to get as many people in for the conversation maybe we'll invite some of our friends to, to speak as well and yeah i hope you enjoyed this podcast if you like if you'd like to hear more from us uh do subscribe to our youtube channel if you're watching on youtube give us a like share our video and if you're watching uh on uh instagram or if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can give us a follow there, share the post, like the post. You know what to do, you know. <laughs> You're probably more familiar than me. Yeah, mm-hmm. so thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Mm-hmm.